0: Greetings to all of you once again, my beloved brethren. Shabbat Shalom, wherever you may be at this moment. As members of the Assembly of Yahusha, children of God, and disciples of our Lord Yahusha, kindness is not just something that we must have, beloved brethren, but is something that we must be found in all of us. Now, we have heard of this word lots of times before. And I know that most of us here are listening in our worship service today. You might even say, yes, brother, I am kind. And we believe you. But what is the importance of kindness, especially as children of God? So in our lesson today, my beloved brethren, that is exactly what we will learn. So first, let's define it. What is kindness? Kindness is a type of behavior marked by acts of generosity and consideration or concern for others without expecting praise or reward. Even the Apostle Paul, true servant of God, in his letter to the Assembly of Corinth, says this, when he was talking to them about loving each other. It says, love is patient and kind. We, beloved brethren, are also servants of God. So, what is it that we must uphold as servants of God so that we may truly be considered as God's children. Here, let us begin our studies by reading the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 6 to 7. By our purity, knowledge, patience, and kindness, we have shown ourselves to be God's servants. By the Holy Spirit, by our true love, by our message of truth, and by the power of God, We have righteousness as our weapon, both to attack and to defend ourselves. What is one of the signs of a true sermon of Yahuwah? It is kindness, beloved brethren. What is one definition of kindness, as we have read? It is a practice of true love. We cannot, and I repeat, we cannot practice true love if we don't have kindness in our hearts. One cannot be the other same with purity, knowledge, and patience. When we have all these traits in us, especially kindness, then we can truly say that we, we beloved brethren, are true servants of our loving Abba. And as true servants of Yahuwah, the Bible says, by the power of God, we have his righteousness as our weapon, both to attack and defend ourselves from the many wickedness of this world. But first, we must begin with having the quality of what, brethren? Kindness. Now, How important is kindness to our Lord, Yahusha? Here, let's continue our lesson by reading the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 7. The scripture says, it is kindness that I want, not animal sacrifices. If you really knew what this means, you would not condemn people who are not guilty. Is kindness very important to our Lord, Yahusha? Yes, indeed. And how did our Lord Yahushua explain this? He said, and he quote, kindness is what Yahuwah really wants and not your animal sacrifices. Here, beloved brethren, Yahushua is correcting our, the people, once again, the Pharisees that we all know about for condemning his disciples for eating grain on the day of Sabbath, like today, because they were tired and hungry from their journey. Why did the Pharisees condemn Yahusha's disciples? Because as we all know, as Pharisees, they have added leaven on Sabbath and how the Sabbath should be observed. Added they added laws on Sabbath that should never be observed, beloved brethren. But what did Yahusha say to them? If you only knew the real meaning of Sabbath, you would not condemn people who are not guilty. And on verse eight, the following verse, this is when our Lord Yahusha said unto them, I, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. What is an example of kindness then? It's not condemning, but helping one who is in need. So if kindness is important to Yahushua, most likely it's important to who, beloved brethren? To our loving Abba, Yahuwah. Why? Why is being kind so important to Yahuwah? Here in Titus chapter 3, verse 3 down to 5. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, and wrong. We were slaves to passions and pleasures of all kinds. We spent our lives in malice and envy. Others hated us, and we hated them. But when the kindness and love of our God, our Savior, was revealed, he saved us. It was not because of any good deeds that we ourselves had done, but because of his own mercy that he saved us through the Holy Spirit, who Gives us new birth and new life by washing us. So why is being kind so important to Yahuwah God? Because he, he himself showed kindness to us. Let me ask you this, beloved brethren. If Yahuwah himself showed kindness to us, don't you think being kind is important to him? Of course. How did he show his kindness to us? We read, though we were once foolish, disobedient, undeserving. God saved us. How did he save us? Through Christ and the Holy Spirit. Yahuwah gave us a new life. So who benefited then from this? Isn't that us, beloved brethren? Especially as members of the assembly. And if we benefited from the sacrifice and death of his begotten son, should Yahuwah at least expect us to also be kind to others? When we sacrifice something in our life, don't we usually expect something in return? Of course, there's no, but this, you know what, brethren, there's no comparison to what Yahuwah had sacrificed for us that we can ever match. To showing kindness to others is at least, at least we can do to prove to Yahuwah God that we are very grateful for his unfailing kindness and love for us. Now, how, how can we be kind then to one another? Here in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 and 32 Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ just as in Christ God forgave you. How can we be kind to one another by forgiving each other? Sometimes it is that bitterness in our heart That makes it hard for us to forgive someone. Why? Why often? Because they often operate, those who us hate, they often operate from blaming and non-emphatic perspective. Brethren, when things go wrong, when things don't work out, it's never their fault. They are stubborn in their ways. In order to forgive and be kind to one another, Apostle Paul says here, It says, get rid of all bitterness. Be kind and compassionate, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. If Yahuwah forgave us by sacrificing his beloved son, who are we, beloved brethren? Who are we to say that we cannot forgive or show kindness to anyone? Now, when is kindness specially needed? Here in Second Timothy chapter 2. Verse 24, 25. A servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone. Be able to teach and be patient with difficult people. Gently instruct those who oppose the truth. Perhaps God will change those people's hearts and they will learn the truth. When is kindness specially needed? In times of disagreements. The Bible says, we must not quarrel, but must be kind to everyone. The thing is, beloved brethren, as humans, we all have our own opinion, right? And sometimes it can be the source of conflict. So what must we do according to the Bible? Act in kindness and gentleness. But how do people often react when they disagree with you? They often act with what? Angry or frustrated. That must never be found in us, beloved brethren. Do you know that according, there's a studies that was made, the feeling of kindness versus the feeling of anger has an effect in our bodies? How? Here, according to the kindness research team from the mental health organization, their studies have found that being kind is linked to increased feelings of happiness, well-being, and life satisfaction for people of all ages. Now, how about the studies on anger? Well, according to Everyday Health on their newsletter, here are some ways anger can affect your body. It anger, anger increases your risk of having heart attack or stroke. It weakens your immune system. Anger problems can make your anxiety worse. Anger is also linked to depression and it can hurt your lungs and can shorten your life. So in general, what do the studies show? Kindness heals the body, while anger hurts the body. So you tell me this, beloved brethren, which would you rather be? We've probably heard this saying before. Sometimes it is better to be kind than it is to be right, especially over things that are petty, beloved brethren. Just be kind. We, beloved brethren, as the very small remnants prophesied in the Bible and members of the assembly of Yahusha, If there's anything at all that should distinguish us from the rest of the people of this world is our kindness, our kindness to everyone, especially to our own brothers and sisters in the faith. That is my part of the lesson. Our lesson will now be continued by brother. Thank you.
1: Shabbat Shalom, brothers and sisters in the faith. We know that we are the people of Allahim. However, we do need to make sure that we bear the signs of a true servant of God. For many people, when they look for a sign of who a true servant of God is, they look at their accomplishments, their successes, or perhaps their material acquisitions. Material blessing to many people is the sign of a true servant of God. But that is not the case as far as the Bible is concerned. According to scripture, a sign of a true servant of Elohim is kindness, because kindness is the practice of true and sincere love. So how then can we practice kindness? Let's read the book of Galatians 6, 9 to 10. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those in the family of faith. How can we practice and show kindness? Bible says by doing good to everyone, especially those who belong to the family of faith. But how must we practice giving goodness and kindness to everyone? it must be done sincerely and genuinely without expecting anything in return. When we practice kindness like this, it is pure and authentic love. And just like what brother Paul said, many studies have been conducted concerning the effect of kindness in the mind and in the body. Did you know that a random act of kindness releases what are called endorphins, neurotransmitters into the bloodstream of our body. And when endorphins are released in the bloodstream, it gives you that overall sense of well-being and happiness and joy that heals the body to its core. This is why kind people, according to studies, live a lot longer than unkind people. And we do like to hang out and be friends with kind people instead of unkind people people. Do you know what this tells us? It tells us one thing. Yahuwah Abba created and built us with bodies built for doing kindness and doing goodness. This is how the body thrives. However, there's another important reason why kindness is so important to Yahuwah. Do you know what kindness does? It opens the heart. Think about it. Have you ever struggled before sharing the gospel truth? It seems that when we tell them about the truth of the gospel, it doesn't reach their heart. That's because it's still closed. If a heart is closed, even if you present the truth, it will not reach the heart. We need to soften the heart. This is what the Bible says. Do not just speak the truth. Speak the truth with what? Love. It is kindness that opens the heart of many. This is why when we engage in acts of kindness, acts of goodness, guess what? We prepare that person to make a connection, not just with us, but with Yahuwah Abba to the power of his spirit. And so what must we do? As the assembly of Yahusha? we need to look for opportunities to be kind to one another. And when is a good opportunity to be kind to one another? Let's read the book of 2 Corinthians one, three down to four. Let us give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord, Yahusha Christ, the merciful Father, the God from whom all help comes. He helps us in all our troubles so that we are able to help others who have all kinds of troubles using the same help that we ourselves have received from God. So when is a good opportunity To practice kindness right now do you know why because of what is happening throughout the world the whole world is in crisis because of crisis the whole world experiences some kind of trouble many troubles are faced by people throughout the world and unfortunately crisis and trouble for many people well it brings out the worst in them isn't that true Because of trouble, people become stingy, they become selfish, they become violent, they become stressed out and angry, right? This is why they go to the grocery stores and they do panic buying. They only think about themselves. Crisis, brethren, it produces the worst in an individual. But for the true servant of God, this is why what we said to you at the outset of this sermon, a sign of a true servant of God. Is the practice of kindness. You see, for the true servant of God, crisis, troubles, it brings out the best in them. And the best in them is often translated in doing kindness, in helping those who are in trouble. What did Apostle Peter say concerning those who are in trouble? Apostle Paul says he helps us in all our troubles so that we are able to help others who have all kinds of troubles you know what apostle Paul is teaching us here he wants us to establish the flow of kindness that's why he said just as Yahuwah has helped us we must help others in other words we need to pass along that kindness we the assembly of Yahushua ought to be a conduit For the kindness of Yahuwah to flow to as many people as possible. For this flow to continue going. What must happen? We must be kind to others. And according to Apostle Paul. Using the same help that we ourselves have received from God. Do you know what that means? Apostle Paul is telling us. If we are busying ourselves being kind to others yahuwah is waiting to be kind to us this is why it is true that yahuwah is just and fair and he does not forget what we do for the sake of our fellow human beings because there will be times in our life when we too will experience trouble right we live in a fallen world we too will be tested And so in times of trouble in our life, what does Yahuwah want us to do? And what will be his response? Let's read the book of Psalms 69, 16 to 17. Hear me, O Yahuwah, for your loving kindness is good. Turn to me according to the multitude of your tender mercies, and do not hide your face from your servant. For I am in trouble. Hear me speedily brothers and sisters from time to time we also experience trouble perhaps some of us are experiencing some kind of trouble now some kind of crisis in our life some kind of sorrow that hits deep in our heart we cannot help but cry and cry and cry in our times of trouble what does Yahuwah Abba want us to do he wants us to go to him and cry to him And ask for his help. What can we ask from Yahuwah Abba? Father, hear me in my trouble. Hear me speedily. And often, as we have experienced, even before we finish our prayer, we can already see the answer and the strength that Yahuwah provides. We can feel the comfort of his presence. And for all of us, the comfort of his presence, that's more than enough to take us through to carry us over problems that we face in our life. It is true, Yahuwah is very kind, and he loves us very much. And so we need to assess ourselves, brothers and sisters in the faith. We're almost done with our lesson, but before we conclude, we just wanna make sure, how is our relationship with our father? Are we in good standing with our father? When we pray to Yahuwah Abba, do we feel the presence of our God? Or do we feel that he is hiding his face from us? If Yahuwah is hiding his face from us, what does that mean? What could it mean? It could mean that we have not yet repented from our sins. Because the Bible says because of sin, he hides his face from us. We don't want Yahuwah. To hide his face from us. In case this is our experience. When we pray to Yahuwah. As though he is not listening. As though he is hiding his face from us. Does it mean we have no more hope? Let's read the book of Isaiah. 54, 7 to 8 and 10. For a brief moment. I abandoned you. But with deep compassion. I will bring you back. In a surge of anger. I hid My face from you for a moment, but with everlasting kindness, I will have compassion on you, says Yahuwah, your Redeemer. The mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says Yahuwah, who has compassion on you. Brothers and sisters, if because of sin, Yahuwah Abba has hid his face from us, he has ignored our cries and pleas for help. Does it mean we have no more hope? We always have hope because Yahuwah's love never fails. What does the Bible confirm about Yahuwah's relationship with us? The Bible says for a brief moment, I have abandoned you. In the surge of anger, I have hid my face from you. And so it's true from time to time, if we will be honest with ourselves, there are times when we approach Yahuwah and it's as though he hides his face from us. And we ask, where are you, Father? I need you now, especially now. If that is our experience, do not lose hope, brethren. Why? Because God, our loving Yahuwah, says if he is angry with us, if he hides his face from us, it's only for a moment. But what is everlasting? Bible says his everlasting kindness and compassion will be with us. In fact, what does Yahuwah confirm and say about us? He says, to the mountains be shaken, the hills be removed. But my unfailing love for you will not be shaken. This is our hope, brethren. That even if Yahuwah gets angry with us, we can win him over. It doesn't take much, really. It just takes repentance. That's all we must do. We must go to Yahuwah Abba and ask for his forgiveness to repent from our sins. You know, if we will only take the time today... To truly repent from our sins and to seek his face. What can we hope and expect from a father who loves us? Let's read the final passage for studies today in the book of Psalm 103, 8 to 14. Yahuwah is merciful and loving, slow to become angry and full of constant love. He does not keep on rebuking. He is not angry forever. He does not punish us as we deserve or repay us according to our sins and wrongs. As high as the sky is above the earth, so great is his love for those who honor him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins from us. As a father is kind to his children. So Yahuwah is kind to those who honor him. He knows what we are made of. He remembers that we are dust. What is our hope and confidence? If we take the time to sincerely repent from our sins and to return to our loving Father, Yahuwah. The Bible says that as far as the east is from the west, he will remove our sins from us he will be merciful and he will forgive us all our sins do we not want Yahuwah to forgive us our sins what is the basis of Yahuwah's act of kindness ever willing and ever ready to forgive us our sins if you read verse 11 as high as the sky is above the earth so great is his love for us. We cannot possibly measure. The amount of love that Yahuwah has showed us. How did he demonstrate and show his love for us. Bible says he remembers. What we are made of. That we are dust. You know for this world. We are nothing but protein. Molecules of DNA. That eventually dissolve into dust. From dust you are, to dust you are, to return. And that is true. We are made of dust. This is what makes the love of Yahuwah Abba for us even more amazing. Do you know what that means? It means when we, Yahuwah looks at us, there's really nothing we can do for him. Think about that. What can dust do to an almighty God? What can dust give to an almighty God when Yahuwah Abba and gave us all these things. He gave it. Even though we were undeserving. You see to Yahuwah Abba. We are more than dust. Yeah we started out as dust. But you know what Yahuwah did for us? He gave us a soul. And then he gave us a spirit. But he did not stop there. He also gave us his son. But he did not stop there. You know what else Yahuwah Abba gave to us? He gave us his Holy Spirit. You know why? Because he wants us not just to be his sons and daughters. He wants us not just to be his children. He wants us to be his children who can fellowship with him. That's what it means to have Yahuwah's face shine upon us. Is that feeling? of Abba watching over us, loving us, embracing us. Because when we feel the face of Yahuwah shining upon us, brethren, we will not be afraid of anything. This is why we ask you now, take the opportunity now, before we conclude this worship service, why not bow your heads and just pray this? Why not ask Yahuwah, what David asked in Psalms that we read earlier, what Isaiah mentioned in the passage we read earlier. Why not go to Yahuwah and say, Father, do not hide your face from me. When was the last time we felt that intimate connection with Yahuwah? When was the last time we experienced him in a deep and powerful way that we were moved tears and we felt an incredible sense of awe that is the face of Yahuwah shining upon us ask the father every day father do not hide your face from me make your face shine upon me we need that more than ever because we are going through the valley of the shadow of death these are the dark moments of history But if Yahuwah's face is shining upon us, we will have peace. We will have joy. And that is what Yahuwah wants to give because of one reason. Because of his loving kindness. We don't deserve it. He does it because he wants to. He does it because he loves each and every one of us. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Loving Abba, almighty Yahuwah in heaven like what we prayed earlier, do not hide your face from us. That feeling of helplessness, knowing that you are the only one can help us. But if you hide your face, there is this sense of desperation. Where shall we go? What shall we do? You are the only one who can truly help us. If in the past we ignored you, if we did not bother to repent of our sins, we do so now as an assembly gathered together. We ask you, we beg you please, please Father, forgive us our sins. Do not hide your face any longer. May your face shine brightly upon us all in these dark hours of human history. Loving Abba, we need you now. Send forth your spirit. Embrace us and strengthen our faith once again. Father, there's so much we want to tell you in our personal devotions today, maybe tomorrow, maybe some other day when you see your people humbling ourselves before you, seeking your face, show yourself to us. Help us to find newness of strength and by your spirit, find peace of mind that will give us the ability to rest. Father, keep us safe. There's so much going on in the world. It's not a safe world to live in. There's so much turbulence. There's violence, hardship and poverty, natural disasters and war. Abba, protect us, preserve us. What we ask from you is this. When we pray to you, when we seek your face, may we hear your voice speaking to our hearts. Calling us to go to you. We wash our hands and purify our hearts. We draw near to you now. Please draw near to us. Strengthen our faith, strengthen our love. Our King Yahushua, thank you for your sacrifice. You are the epitome of kindness. You went all over Jerusalem and beyond its borders doing acts of kindness, healing those who were sick. Wherever you went, there was no disease. You overcame them all. We as human beings living on earth, some of us are afflicted with disease. Loving Mashiach from heaven, may you look upon us now throughout the assembly who are worshiping you now, one by one, examine us. If there be weakness in us, teach us your ways. If there be sickness in us, remove them from our midst. Dwell with us, loving Messiah, we need you. Strengthen and bless the hearts of everyone that we will gain the courage to go on. Father above, we beg you to remember our children. May you give them the opportunity to be able to experience your presence, strengthen them, teach them your ways, that they will never depart from you. Thank you for listening to our prayers. May you bless everyone here. Strengthen our faith always, for we ask everything, loving Abba, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. Hail <laughs> May Yahuwah's unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us. The memory and peace of Yahusha strengthen us, and the constant companionship of the Ruach HaKodesh be with all of us now and forever. Amen.